Good morning. Good afternoon. Well, good evening then. And good night. Fourth meal? Uh, last night I did have a little road trip between Dallas to Austin, and there was Ooh. some fourth meals happening. There was some fourth meals happening. Oh, really? What kind of uh, yeah. fourth meals did you partake in last yeah. night? It, like, you know, all right, my, my road trip fourth meal would be the Fritos Honey Barbecue Twists. Oh. I don't know why, but I only eat those chips on a road trip. I don't know why. Mm. And then I had a bag of, and then I had a bag of um, munchies, the the munchies, but with the the flaming hot, flaming hot munchies. Mm. And then I threw in um a big red. You know, big red, the soda, big red. Yeah, I've never. It's like had a it. southern soda. Right. Yeah, oh, I'm not a heathen, so I've never tried it. But what's it yeah. like? No, it's liquid. It's just guzzling liquid fat. <laughs> it's guzzling it. It's so good. Though. Wait. So in other so words, good. you're saying. Last night you just said fuck it. Road trip is is all bets are off. Road trip. Um, last night I I am so so Saifa is we are both in the. No, I'm not going to say we're in the armpits of America. That's disrespect. And I really like a lot right. of Texas. However, all that being said, and I'm in Florida, and I love a lot of parts of Florida too. Even though we say a lot of crazy things about Florida. But when I tell you... Well, they do a lot of crazy things. Right. And what I was going to say about that was, when I tell you that I showed up to the Tampa airport, okay? Mm-hmm. When I tell you I got off the plane, and it's like, listen, I've been I've been going to Orlando once a month, so I'm going to Tampa. Right. What's, the, what's the difference? Well, I, I get off. Right. What's the difference? I'm waiting at the national rental car in the airport. There you go. And the first person I see is a lady who looks like she walked straight out of the Karen's Gone Wild Instagram page. Mm. Like she stepped out of it. Okay. She's wearing a Trump mask around her chin. (laughs) Inside. Inside, mind you. (laughs) Trump mask around her chin. And I'm Uh I'm talking to my brother on my AirPods. Through my mask, and I'm like, hold on, hold on, I think I can hear her talking. And I, I push the little AirPod button so you can hear what's going on outside in the world. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, you can either like have it cut off the sound or open it up. So I wow. open it up, and I hear, all I hear her doing the second I can hear her voice is she's complaining about Fauci. <laughs> <laughs> and then... I proceed to do what I do when I go to random uh-huh. cities. And, I mean, I know nothing except the fact that you will have full-blown respect for what I still do on all my trips. And that is I get mm-hmm. situated, and then I go on Google Maps, and I search for record stores and vintage mm-hmm. shops. That's it. Love it. That's Love all it. I want. And Love I stumbled it. into a spot in Tampa. Got called- it called Wendy's Closet. I want to show them love. Yo, let me tell you about Wendy's Closet. Wendy's Closet. Saif, so often when I go to look for vintage, it's either... Vintage what? um, T-shirts, mostly. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. So, which is where I got this gem that I'm wearing right now. um, A toaster's... A toaster's shirt, a little ska. I don't even know if I'll keep this. Maybe I'll sell it, but it's just fire. Um, you did 
some kind of laundry between shopping for that shirt and now? No, no, no. I, I, I put this on without washing it. You bought that in a vintage shop and threw it onto your naked body. Not immediately. I let it sit in my hotel room overnight. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So you it's had. It had yeah, it's. <laughs> yeah, whatever is happening is now worse. It's that time to get worse. I wasn't going to wear it, but I don't have a lot of shirts, and so I wanted to wear okay. something on camera here that wasn't like what I was wearing looked even dumpier than this. So I was like, let me put on this vintage shirt. So I bought some shirts. I got this. I found an original Hulkamania 80 shirt. I okay. found, a, I found um, back in the day, Doug Flutie had a cereal, and it was called Flutie Flakes. I found a Flutie Flake shirt. I loved it. About okay. $15. A bootleg Dave Matthews shirt. Some fun stuff that yeah. would all resell yeah. it better should I choose to part with them later. Because, Saif, let me tell okay. you, this market out here is you okay, – you're sitting, you're sitting on – Thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in your basement. Let me tell you right yeah. now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got fire down there. That fire, those hip-hop shirts are, you don't even want to see what people are paying for them. It's, yo, it's ridiculous. But anyways, so shouts to Wendy's. It was dope and, and normal and everyone was masked. And I went to a record store and everyone was on point. Um, and then when I would be not in like a cool vintage store or a record store, like I was just on the street. When I tell you it went from 95% mass in Orlando, it's down to 40% in Tampa yeah. St. Pete. Like, I, I can't it. believe it changes so much on city lines. Yeah. I don't get it. Like, I, I don't. Why is it so different from Orlando to St. Pete? I, so here's my question for you. When you see someone inside and they're either yeah. not wearing a mask or it's be like a below their mouth completely. What yeah. does it does it make you feel anything or no? Uh, I mean, I I gotta stay away because I I got put in COVID jail for for three days the other like, this week. I was in COVID jail because we went to do a podcast with the we went to do a podcast at our boys' studio, and then the kids came to the show afterwards, and both of them tested positive. And we were around them. So me, my boy Will Silvins, Jerobi from A Tribe Called Quest, who was our guest, and a couple other people all had to sit out these Dave Chappelle shows for three days as we tested negative for three days. And it, it was like that. It was like now I'm not trying to mess with it at all. Like if you don't have a mask on, I'm just getting away. I'm just getting away from the situation. And also, hey, fuck face. Yep. Don't pull your mask down. To talk to me. The mask is for when you talk to me. Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, hold on. You can't hear me because of this protective covering. And they pull it down. No. The protective covering is for the protection. It's so... Yo, it's so, so hold on. I want to go back to a little bit more about COVID jail. First of all. Yeah. Um, Wait, is my shirt? Is can you? Read yeah, I was this about to backwards? say though, that's a beautiful shirt, a garment you're wearing. Is it backwards or you read it forward? I read it forwards. It says "Very famous in New York," the cipher sounds mantra, the mantra. But it's not just me. I'm not the only one who's very famous. You're very famous, and you, and you. Who? All me, or you mean them? Them, baby. We're all famous because if you're from New York, you fucking famous. This is, I like what you're doing here. I just wish the thing that's unfair is 
only you get to have the shirt and no one else. <laughs> Funny you say that. Tuesday, which is tomorrow, or whenever you're listening to this, okay, I'm launching this shirt. Very famous in New York, shirts, T-shirts and hoodies. Uh, this is a test run of, I don't like to say merch because merch sounds dirty, but this is a test run of a brand that I'm starting, that the Wanep brand will come from this whole formula. Mm. And this is all uh, a shout-out to my boy Westside Gun who, who convinced me to do this from Griselda, who's the merch master. Now, So you, coming out Tuesday, yes. December 20-something, maybe 22nd, dropping this, very famous in New York. Don't wow. get it or get so, it. I don't I'm care. So, I'm so glad you said that because I was scared no one else could have it but you. <laughs> and and it's nice anyway. now to know that others could have it. Now, by the way, though, yeah. <clears throat> if you want to keep it like West Side Gun, you got to do it for a limited run only. Oh, it's limited run. They got to dis- They got to disappear. Yeah, it'll be gone after after the twenty seven, twenty eight. It's gone. And then and then that one's never available again. And then you just hope to get the next one. This one's never ever available again, except maybe in a different color. <laughs> <laughs> Now is that the um, is that the New Yorker font for the New York? No, no. Why would you say that? Is that is that the font of a like that would remind people of a classic publication from New York? I don't know what publications are. I don't have. I don't read. Got it. Where can people get those? Look, you're gonna f- look. Go on my Instagram link in bio, cyphersounds.com. I got it all set up. Honestly, I'm being honest with you. You people will know this. Um, you're the you're the real one. Ep is dead, uh, fans. Um, this is I'm doing a limited run. This is literally a test run to figure out the system so we can get this one up shit up. It's yeah, no, the one up the one up game needs to be crazy. It, it, and I'm I got the right squad. I think. I'll know on Tuesday when it launches, and if I get everything in order, but I've been speaking to a lot of good people. Um, I got some really big ideas. I want all this. One app is, is making me so excited right now. Uh, I love that we're talking more. We're emailing. We're, we're going through things. Yeah. I like what's happening. Um, and this is literally the start of if you want to support One and you yell at me at an airport or at a, at a venue or in the street, and you want, oh, yo, Wanup did it, this is it. This is going to be the start of us giving. It's not about the money. I swear to God, it's not about the money. I really don't care. Dave, I work with Dave Chappelle. He's a good you, friend of mine. And oh. Yeah, I met him years ago. And okay. <laughs> yeah. Bro, his shows are so powerful. Yes, funny on surface. Funny, hilarious. The messages behind what this man says is so powerful that you want to walk away with something from the night. And his mer- he barely does merch. And I hate the term merch, but he I want to leave with something to remember this night. And and that's how I feel Wanep fans. Like, I want something. Let me let me rep that I fuck with you guys. You know what I mean? Right. It's like the thirty dollars, it's not no one's getting rich off this shit. It's because you always ask for it. So 
we're, we're bu- I'm building the infrastructure. You're working on all this podcast stuff. I want to build the infrastructure for so this. So take me through what happened. I love it. You, you, when you go into the and, studio. And make a movie. How well do you know and them? Make a movie. And, and are people wearing masks at first, but then you take them off when you start the show? Like, what happened? Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's these kids. There's a guy out here. Uh, he's a good friend of the, the you know, our squad, the circle. And he has a, a company, but upstairs of his company, he has a small production room where he does live streaming, green screen, stuff like that. So me and my boy Will Sylvans are starting this uh, other podcast. It's called Talk Clearlier. And we do this thing where we break down hip-hop lyrics in a very funny way with guests. So we, Jerobi's out here. Shout out to Jerobi from A Tribe Called Quest. We asked him to come down. He's got some friends um, that live out here. They came with us. So it's about uh, six or seven of us. We go to this spot. The kids are around our circle. So they, you know, looking back, we shouldn't have assumed, but we assumed they were testing. Like I said, we get tested every day. Um, I took my wristband off, but we get tested every day. And I assume they were getting tested every day. Apparently they weren't. We go into the studio. We do a podcast. We're there for about an hour and a half. Mask off. When we're, when we're talking, yeah, mask off. I, I wear it when I go in the in the spot. Me, Jerobi, and me, Jerobi, and Will Sylvans. We, you know, we all know we're we're COVID free. We've been together for the last couple of days. We do this podcast. Leave the podcast. Go to the show. I'm in the green room waiting to go on. We're about 20 minutes from getting on. Tour manager comes back there and goes. What what was this podcast you did today? So I was like, oh, this is not a good approach. Something went horribly wrong. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe I said something that was a secret. And you've been there before. You know? Yeah, you, you thought you were having flashbacks. What'd you say? What'd you say on the podcast? <laughs> I, 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 I think I said something, uh, some some internal secret about the show, or maybe, maybe I said something about Joe Rogan. And um, he goes, yeah, the kids that run that studio, the, the two DJs that run that studio tested positive. And they were like, you gotta, you're, you're off the show. You're, 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 you gotta go lock down for, you have to get three negatives in a row before we could even consider bringing you back on the show. So, and you're, so you're me, where now in what city? Austin, Texas. This is in Austin. Okay. Yeah. Austin, Texas. So I have to, um, me, Will, the DJ, DJ Trauma, Jerobi, um, my intern, Damani, and maybe one other person have to go just sit down. We have to go sit down for a little while. So, uh, so yeah, we just went over. We just stayed away. We went and tested before everyone else tests. We would go in early. We would just leave right away, email us the results so we don't have to wait around. And we just, you know, laid low. And you got everyone was negative for... Several negative. Days. Everybody was negative. Everybody was negative. Um, I got the antibody test. I still got antibodies from when I had COVID in March. So I'm like a superhuman. You know what I mean? Like I'm that Actually, I'm, powerful. I'm glad, I'm glad you said that because I took an antibody test the other day. Uh huh. And the first one came back negative, but this was like a more intense one. And then they were also testing for a regular one. Uh huh. Like that's a little, I guess, less discerning. And I didn't hear back yet on that, on that one. For negative for antibodies. Yeah, and I had them this summer. You had the Roni. I guess because I had tested positive for antibodies this summer. Oh shit! 
2020 AIDS. Now, question for you. I emailed this doctor, texted him yesterday, said, hey, doctor, any update on the other test? Hope you're well. No response. What's your follow-up move when you're like, hey, answer me, bitch. What time of day was this? It was at 1.20 yesterday. On a Saturday? Yep. Nah, you got to wait till Monday. Wait till Monday? Yeah, who is you? All right. I'll wait till Monday. Who is you? No, who is you is a good point. And that's a very good point. Um, Billy, write that down. New shirt. Who is you? Coming out. Coming out on Sife Zelda Records. (laughs) Sife Zelda? Ooh. I think that really could work. Um, Are we going to talk hip-hop or what? Yeah, let's talk about the rap. Because there's a few rappy things to discuss, in my opinion. Yeah. First and foremost, uh, shout out to everybody checking out the new WANEP. WANEP is dead podcast. Um, Your comments and concerns, I don't know, maybe a strong go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? Like a strong Wait, wait, you got got comments and concerns? Yeah. Well, what would you hear? Oh, be be consistent this time, guys. Don't slack. Get your schedules together. (laughs) Yo, shut the fuck up. Yo, is that really what people were saying? Are these, like, in your comments? Yes. And DMs. So happy you're back. Make sure you don't fuck it up this time. Guess what? We will fuck it up. That's what we do. That's We're that uncle. We're drunk uncle. Come around holidays. You love us. And then we out, baby. The road is my wife. Well, well, here's some comments on the WANEP is Dead page from the Mano clip of uh, many years. (laughs) Yo, years ago. Years ago. Years ago. Years ago. He said, um, years ago joke was classic WANEP material. Felt like watching Seinfeld reunion on Curb. Never lost your touch. That's from Bam Beats. Ooh, Bam Beats. Yeah, he always hits. Now, uh, Poizadi, I'm botching his name, said, Cypher Sounds got fat. Fourth meal? Set up Patreon. I'll pay to keep WANEP alive. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, laughing faces accept, years I guess ago. I'll accept all fat jokes for Patreon. You, you don't mind you don't mind fat jokes if it involves people signing up for Patreon. Don't I don't mind at all. Can that be the Patreon? For this t- <laughs> for this tier, you could just make fat jokes to siphon whatever you want. <laughs> now, hey, listen, if Billy June was the one deciding the patreon for fat jokes to scythe it would be like for a quarter you can call (laughs) scythe fat for 50 cents you could yell at him on the street and for a dollar you could just go shit on his lawn that would be the billy joe billy june breakdown because when i saw his ideas for pricing on patreon it it was like if we it was almost as if you and i were homeless and just holding a cup (laughs) Like, don't get me wrong. We want to make some money, but damn. <laughs> hey, yo, Ebro commented on our One Up Is Dead post. Did, did, we got what a follow? Say? That's big. What One Up? What What did Ebro say? He wrote, "It was the it was the us um, singing Show Me That Smile," and Old Man Ebro mm-hmm. commented, "That version is terrible." <laughs> <laughs> and that version is terrible. It almost right, sounded like raps. it was it. All right, all right, hold on. I'm just going through the comments, then we'll get to the raps. A lot of, yo, a lot of love here. So, wait, Billy June, I want to bring in Billy June because we have yeah. to. It wouldn't be Juanette if we didn't review 
immediately after one episode. So, Billy June, come make yourself available for a second. We don't have to see you. We could just hear you. Um, no, I'm, I'm kidding. You can be visual, vi- visible. Um, no, I'm here. I turned off the video. How would you say the interaction has been? Now, I'm looking right now. The one up is that account. We're only at 1,500 followers, so we got to get that up. Yes, we do. But how active are people being from a DM standpoint? What are you hearing from people? You want to read us some DMs? Yeah, I'll read you some. Syph, I don't know about you. I know you normally ask for everything. I have not yet asked Billy June for login information. So as far as I know, he's going fully rogue with this account. <laughs> it might be. You, you haven't looked, have be. you? No, not in the comments, no. So Billy June, what are you what are you seeing in the DMs? Uh there was someone that said stop with the old hip hop talk and talk some new shit. Okay. Oh, really? How about suck okay. my Okay, keep going. Yeah. There was oh. someone that said bring on comedians. Okay, okay, that'll happen. Working on it, working on it. And there's yeah. gonna Sife's gonna have his own comedy podcast, all right? But hold tight. Okay. Uh and then a lot of people said, How can I help and I'll do anything and be a part of it? They oh, people said that a lot of people said that that term verbatim, you're saying. Someone copy and pasted that comment. There were multiple messages asking how they could help with the podcast and did any of the people that said how can we help we'll do anything were any of them girls with big chimichangas Mm. no quite the opposite got it (laughs) okay um well i the feeling that i got sife was one of general happiness it seemed from people yes i think i think they feel that it, it something feels different this time technology maybe no like like the commitment to it feels different that's what i'm saying but that's because of technology correct you don't have to be in the same place at the same time yo when i tell you and and listen we're not going to spend show after show well yeah we probably will complaining about mistakes we made in the past but getting together having to go meet at at a business office in the middle of the day (laughs) downtown Versus like, yo, you could just roll over me in my Repug St. Pete Hotel. And Saif, where are you right now? Dallas? <laughs> I'm in Austin, Texas. You're back in Austin already. Okay, apologies. You're back yeah. from Dallas. Yeah. Uh, now, do you live in Austin full time? Sorry? You live in Austin full time? Yeah, this is where I live now. This is my home. You know what I'm saying? I gave up my Vermont crib. I'm out here in Austin. I'm hooking it up. I'm over at Terry Black's Barbecue on a regular you know what I'm saying? I'm getting that sushi from Uchi. You know what I'm saying? Uchi Wally Wally. Uchi Bang Bang. By the way, uh, have you been to Style Switch yet? No, not yet. Can you go today to get barbecue, please? Please. Please. No, we can't go today. It's over. The trip. The trip's over. It runs It's over? over? Yeah, go home tomorrow. So, wait, that's tomorrow, though. What about today? Well, we have a family lunch we're doing. Family we lunch? Show. Yeah. Where's we that? Got a big squad out here. So, uh, like, I is can't it tell you? Got it. But is that a restaurant or something? <laughs> yeah. So, were you not there the other day when I saw there was a picture of the Undertaker with Dave Chappelle? I was. That was the day I got kicked out. I saw Damn. him walk in, and I saw everybody freaking out. I saw everybody getting excited. And I was like, "Who's that? That's the Undertaker. That's the Undertaker." And then, uh, and then my boy was like, "Yo, Facetime Westside Gun right now. He will love you." And then, uh, and then we got, and then uh, we saw the tour manager come beeline for us, 
And I was like, that's not a sexy walk. What's about to happen? <laughs> he goes, you guys, out of here. Oh, that sucks. Hey, at least the Undertaker, they should have the Undertaker throw you guys out. <clears throat> so, I saw you were tuned in very intently Ooh, to, the Gr- yes. to the Griselda title show on Friday. Only because I was on COVID lockdown. So, I got to be in my room. I threw on my iPad. I didn't know what it was. I thought, I thought. first of all, I'm a huge Griselda fan now. And I never thought I would be. And I'll tell you why. Why? Um, a lot of people were telling me about Griselda a long time ago, years ago, years ago, years ago, years ago, years okay. ago. Okay. How 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 years long? Years ago. Okay. Years ago. Okay. And uh and I listened to a couple of joints. I was like, bro, this is way too slow for me. Way too slow. Like, this is I can't even listen to this. It's so slow. It's boring. And um and um How long ago was this? Years ago. Now uh when were they like hanging around Bronson? Like, honestly, three years ago. Years, it was years ago. Well, I came out of um, I come out of the comedy cellar one night. You know, I work over at the comedy cellar. I've heard that. And and, and it's in the village. And I, when I'm hosting in the summertime, I'll I'll bring up the comedian on stage, and then I'll go stand outside. And it's funny because inside the comedy cellar, no comedians have any idea about my history. Or, or that I'm very famous in New York or any of that shit. But I'll stand outside and people walking by will be like, yo, Saif, don't get gas. What you doing here? So it's like, let me go stroke my ego outside right. because the yes. inside is treating me like trash. Right. So I go, I walk up the steps and I see Bronson shirtless, shirtless, mind you, eating uh, <laughs> falafel. <laughs> Eating falafel from Mahmoud's next door. Well, that's why he was shirtless. He didn't want to get the sauce. You don't want to get the sauce on, on the shirt. shirt. By the way, a very then, different Bronson. He is a fully different know, human being now. I know. Crazy. I've seen it. I've seen it. It's nuts. So he's out there with like six, seven goons. And he's like, yo, this is West Side Gun and this is Conway and then some other, their, you know, their goonies. And I was like, oh, I said, I said, I'm, I'm happy to meet y'all. I, I don't. No disrespect, I don't know the music, but I hear everybody talking about y'all, and I'm, like, super proud of you. You know what I'm saying? And they're like, oh, thanks, man. That's that's dope. OG, legend, all that. You know, people give me that OG legend talk. I'm like, I'm broke. I'm, a legend would have some kind of real True. estate or fucking uh, some kind of 401K. Um, but I met them then, and then years ago, years ago, How, okay. years ago. Right. And then, uh, so when when... So when um, the Griselda album came out, Dr. Birds, that's the one that got like what I feel like it got like a push. It was on Shady. Yep. And it was a big video. And it was like it, it, you were more aware of it, even if you weren't in the underground club of the Griselda movement. And I just kept hearing about it. That's what I like about them so much. Everybody talks about them. So I'm playing Dr. Bird and I'm in Europe. I'm in London with Dave. And Dave's like, what's that? What's that? He's like that shit sounds great. He goes, he think he's thinking it's from years ago, right? He's thinking it's a, he's thinking oh, it's a song throwback. from years ago. What's this throwback? I never heard. I said no, this is out now. And he's his face was like, yo, they making music like this now. So he's loving it. He puts it on his phone. He's loving it. Did I tell you the Buffalo story already? Um, I was in Buffalo I doing. A, so. I was headlining. I was headlining a comedy club. 
Okay. Years ago, years ago. No, it's actually <laughs> it's the- actually the, t- the top of this year. I'm headlining a comedy club in Buffalo, and I put a little video. I see some kids. I see some kids letting out of a high school across the street from my hotel. So I, so I put the Griselda beat, and I'm just taping these kids through the window like, look at these goons. Look at these coke Oh, selling. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I remember those posts. Yep. So I tag, I tag West Side Gun and, and whoever else, and West Side hits me. That's why I love this guy, man. I love this guy. He hits me, and he's like, yo, you in Buffalo. I say, yeah, there's no chance you're here, right? He goes, no, I'm not there, but he goes, what you need? You need anything? Yo, smoke, chicks, security. I was like, nah, I'm good. I don't need. Wait, wait, do I need security? <laughs> like, yeah. why is that? Why are you offering that? Yeah. Do I need security? And are, like, and are you the you reason at? I need security? <laughs> He's like, where you at? I'm like, I'm at the comedy club downtown. He goes, nah, you should be all right. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And I I go, you sure? I go, he goes, yeah, it's cold. Ain't no goons outside right now. But anyway, so he, he, so I go, oh, do you have somebody that can videotape the shows? There we go. He goes, he goes, yeah, I got somebody. Somebody's going to call you, bro. This kid called me instantly, like instantly. This kid named Camouflage Monk. Um, he calls me. He's. I go. Uh, he goes. Yeah. Wes told me to call you. I said. You got anybody get taste the show? He goes. Yeah. He brings down this white kid and like maybe like two other goons and they come into the comedy club. The comedy club manager's like, um, I think these guys are here for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're for me. They come in the back. The kids filming the show. They love the show. They're having a great time. Two shows. They're laughing, having a fun time. The next night, he's like, yo, can I bring a couple people? I said, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not sold out. It's super cold. Well, you know, we'll put you in the back. Like eight people come. Like eight Griselda-looking goonies. Okay. The manager's like, uh, there's some guys here. I'm like, is it cool if they sit in the back? He goes, yeah, it's cool. We're not we're not super sold out. But, you know, whatever. I'll get them some, uh, some drinks, whatever. The next night, it had to be like, <laughs> had to be like 12, 14 guys. Oh, it just got bigger. It just keeps getting bigger. Bro, I'm waiting for wheelchair dude to roll up. Oh, I'm man. For wheelchair dude. <laughs> but West Side Gun was never yeah. actually there for these. He was never there, but, yo, stayed in contact with him. So we go to Europe. I'm sending him videos of Dave Chappelle walking off stage to his song. He's going nuts. He's loving it. So we just start talking, 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 talking. And, like, be, talking to him made me go listen to all the older shit. Mm. Bro, that shit is Fire, man. Those kids are fire. Well, so, and so all of this adds up to now you're on COVID lock and you're going to spend your time with Griselda. I didn't know, I didn't know what it was. It just said, uh, Benny the the Butcher and the Machine, uh, title Friday. So I'm thinking it's like an album. Maybe they did a joint album together. I don't, it wasn't, they weren't really saying what it was. Yeah. It just said, Conway, uh, the butcher and the machine this Friday on title, and I saw Westside do a drop, and I, so then I guess they put out a playlist on title that day earlier in the day, and I was listening to it, and I was like, I know these songs. This is not a new album. I thought it was like a new album, but it was just a playlist of some of their songs to set you know? up for the live show. So I set my alarm. I'm like, I'm gonna be in my room because otherwise I would be in uh at the show. 
and uh, I put it on, and it just it was fire. How long did they play for? They did like uh, wait, if it came on eight o'clock, your seven o'clock for me. It was probably like an hour and a half, probably an hour and a half of uh, of West Side of Boom Boom I mean, Boom. Sorry, of uh, of a lot of Boom Boom Booms of of Conway and Benny the Butcher and Benny the Butcher. Did you watch it? No. Um, Friday, no. <sighs> I was I was occupied Friday. If well, I'd been was, sitting in this hotel good, room. Man. But by the it way, I, there was good. a lot of hip hop this weekend. So Friday there was that, and Chance had a, a live show. Really, which was probably the exact opposite of the West uh, of the Conway Benny one. It was like a Christmas so special. So boom, 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 boom. It was like love, love, love. Exactly, love, God, love, God, love, God, love. love. So by the way, I had I had a tough moment with Chance this week. Really? Yeah. Chance was on. We had an interview with him on Monday, and. I said to him, yo, the way you love Christmas, because he loves Christmas. He, he he just re-released his Christmas album with Jeremiah. And like uh, he, he's like, yo, I'm so into Christmas. You know, he has two kids now. He's like, I'm in dad Christmas mode. Right, right, and I'm right. like, yo, you're funny. You're kind of goofy, but cool. And I know you can act. I was like, yo, you could be the new Clark Griswold. Ooh. To which Chance replied. Who's Clark Griswold? Okay, okay, and that 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 boiled your blood a little bit. It, it no, it hurt my soul. Mm. It didn't boil my blood; it hurt my soul. I was like, and then he and then he's like, and then so Ebro's making Ebro's staring straight ahead, and he thinks Ebro's with him, like it's a cultural line. Right. So he's like, Ebro, you know who Clark Griswold is, and Ebro goes, Clark Griswold. And so Chance's like, see? See? And Ebro's like, well, of course. You don't know Clark Griswold? <laughs> What's oh, happening no. here? And and then, you know, he hit me with the, well, you know, I was born in uh, 93 or whatever. I don't, uh, irrelevant. Irrelevant. And you love yeah, Christmas. I, th- I will admit, I will admit the movie did come out years ago. <laughs> no, 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 no. It came out years ago. <laughs> it, it did. Uh, even <laughs> Vacation, the first Vacation came out years ago. Years, years ago, ago. Many years ago, and years then ago. European vacation was also years ago. Yeah, Christmas years vacation, ago. still years ago, but not as many years ago. Right, right. And and the thing is, every their Christmas movies, big Christmas movies, are timeless. They really are. It's not like they're not even like regular movies because they re-air during the holidays so often. Right, especially yeah, like Christmas holiday, um, uh, Christmas vacation. Should have been in his zeitgeist. So all I'm saying for to you, beloved man who I'm so fond of, Chance the Rapper, I'm just saying, Chance, you've been on SNL. Chance mm-hmm. hosted SNL, I think. Twice. Oh, no, no. He's been on, but he hosted, yeah. They, they love you. The comedy world loves you. You've been on SNL, and mm-hmm. you love Christmas. That's the only reason I'm thinking. So anyways, it doesn't change my point, though. I oh, think- well, I met Chance. I met Chance. I was DJing the SNL Christmas party. Oh my! The after party, and he was the—I believe he was the musical guest at the time. And that's the first time I ever met him. This was this was years ago, and uh, it's the first time I ever <laughs> met him. And we'll get past I, this at some point, but I don't. <laughs> first, I'm not gonna lie though. I didn't know. I didn't think when it happened. That this was going to become the new I Like Turtles? I, I really did. Absolutely. I knew right away. You I did? 
I heard it. Yeah, the way he said years ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yo, Billy so June. The rapper, Billy June. Uh, need it. We need a drop. I need you to. I need you to edit the at least one or two years ago's from Mano yeah. and send well, them. Maybe to like me. in a row. In a row. Like put it in a row. Years ago. This was years ago. Years ago. <laughs> I need. Um, to, yeah. Try a couple things. <laughs> Yeah, so um, so I'm at I'm DJing the the years SNL ago. Christmas party. This was years ago, bro. And years ago, Chance was the guest, and um, he comes downstairs. He's by the DJ booth, and he knew who I was. I always get, I'm always fascinated and and super uh, elated when a rapper who kind of came into the scene after I left Hot 97 knows me. Yes, it's like a really, really cool feeling, man. It's a really cool feeling, like. Uh, when I met Pop Smoke and and guys like that, I've, I'm long gone. I, I love Hot 97 years ago, years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but he go, he comes, stands next to me. He comes, he comes next to me, and I look at him, and he looks at me, and I'm playing like, whatever. I'm playing some song, and we're like, why are we here? And like, bro, there's like mega celebrities walking by. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, it's, like those SNL parties are crazy anyway, but this is a, a Christmas one. So like mega celebrities. And me and him look at each other like, why are we here? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm like, yo, I'm so happy you're here, bro. He goes, yo, I'm happy you're here. You know, and like Donald Glover's walking by and Scarlett Johansson and like whoever, you know, uh, uh, who's your boy? Uh... Uh, the guy Julio in the playground, Paul Simon, Paul Simon, oh Paul Simon's just walking by. Wow! And we're just like, why are we here? How are we here? Right? And he's like, I, I don't know, man. But it was like the hip hop guys, you know, had a little. We had a moment. We linked up. We had that moment. It was really dope. So, so I, I truly believe Chance could be a a, a like a Clark Griswold. I really yeah. do. And I encourage if you're out there right now and you're listening. And you have not seen the first three vacations, the original, just National Lampoon's vacation, original. European, to me, is almost as good. And then Christmas, those three guys, especially if you're in the – I've noticed I have a lot of people, and myself included, are really going hard into the Christmas spirit this year because it's Uh been such a bad year. So right, right, I think a lot of right. people are like love like I put up lights in my house just to give a little vibe. I needed a vibe. Just 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 I I I just can't emphasize this enough. Okay. The the Jewishness of yeah. you. Right. We we go through this every year. Right. The Jewishness. How how is this happening? No, it's but how it's worse this- now. But it's worse now because I'm divorced, so I don't even have uh, the uh, the reason, you know, up right, until you don't a couple have years. The Goya wife, right? Because the Shiksa Sorry, wife, I said Goya. I yeah, said, Goya I was beans. Goya. It's <laughs> Goy Goya or Shiksa. Goy wife. Right. Yeah. So you don't have the Goy wife anymore. So why are you doing this? Right, because when we were together and getting Christmas trees, <laughs> I'm talking years ago. Years ago, yeah, we get the Christmas tree, and and then. I didn't think about, amongst all the sad things about the breakup, I didn't think about losing Christmas. Mm. Like, I was married into the most beautiful, the most Gentile, most Gentile Mm. you could be. 
and the, yeah. the 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 Christmas vibe was so strong, and I don't want to lose Christmas, but yeah. it's very hard. I believe it's very hard for me personally to pull the trigger on like a Christmas tree or stockings without a a Gentile living in my home. Right. I think that's a hard bridge. It's otherwise. And I I try to explain this to Michael K because my the producer of the Michael K show, my buddy, Andrew Gundling, he's married to a Jewish woman. They have two children. Mm -hmm. They're Jewish, not observant, but they're Jewish. His wife wants a tree. And Andrew's like, yo, we're both Jewish. There's no tree. And Michael K doesn't understand this. And I have to jump in and go, listen, you don't get it. If your family is Jewish, part of the experience of being Jewish is that you don't have a Christmas tree. That's like Mm -hmm. part of what defines you as being different. Like that's what Uh being Jewish is in America. You don't get the Christmas tree. It, it, it shapes you. It makes you angry and, and bitter mm-hmm. and jealous, mm-hmm. sad, lonely. All feelings that are essential things, yeah. to this upbringing. Yeah. So now, I, I, this year of all years, I was like, it's been sad. I want my place to feel like holiday-ish and glowing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So instead of a tree, I just went to Dwayne Reed. I got some lights, and I put them up around the window and next mm-hmm. to the jukebox and then every year I put in my jukebox, I re-up fresh Christmas songs. Okay, good for and you. And nice. I make the little jukebox labels. You can print them with the Christmas things on them so you know that's a Christmas selection. Right, little Christmas tree. I put in Paul McCartney, Wonderful Christmas Time. I put in John Lennon, Happy Christmas. I put in Donny Hathaway, This Christmas. Some Jackson 5 Christmas. It's a vibe. I I have the perfect solution for you. Go ahead. I don't understand. You can get a tree. Your little man is half goy. Who? Bear. Mm. Bear needs a tree. Yo, I never even thought about that. Of what you think Bear's Jewish? No, he's certainly half. He's at least half. That's a great point. And when anyone asks, yo, you got a tree or you got divorced, I go, my son. You had a kid? No, my bear. Bears. Yeah, little bear's Jewish. I mean, he's half Jewish, half Christian. Right. He's got to have both. By the way, that's a great thought by you. Next year, I'm getting the tree. Fuck it. Fuck it. Because I put up a mix on my Rosenberg Radio podcast of just Christmas music. Yo, Christmas music's a genre. Why, man? I I don't Why? know. Who I told wants you. that? Who I'm wants in... that? No, there's good songs. There's <laughs> good songs. I'm not just talking. Uh, these were Christmas originals. Not. Um, <laughs> it's not like. Um, you know, the most basic. It's not Silent Night. Yeah. I'm talking about you. this. The Donny Hathaway. This Christmas is fire. The Jackson Five is fire. Um, I can't oh believe that Feliz Navidad was actually an original song. I have trouble believing that songs that are such staples were like they that there was a time they didn't exist. Right, it was no cover. It was actually someone. Yeah, like in 1970, song. he just put that song out because now it's just it's part of our lexicon, like, permanently part of the zeitgeist, if you will. I won't. 
Okay. Well, you don't have to. Do you now? Do you don't like Christmas music? You don't do any. What What do you like about Christmas? Nothing. Zero. Nothing. Nothing. The only one thing I would say I liked about Christmas was the day off aspect. That's tremendous. The day off aspect was a big deal. Uh, I would either I would I would alternate. I would do a one year I would go with the family and just bite the bullet, and then one year I'm like. I'm staying here. You go handle your business. I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm watching movies. I'm wa- I always Christmas. I would watch a movie, a classic movie I've never seen before. Mm. But not a Christmas movie. No, I would watch a classic, like an Oscar-winning film from you know the '70s or '80s that I never saw. Like like uh, last year, I watched uh, Space Odyssey 2001, which I never really saw. I never really thing. seen it. How was it? It's kind of weird. Okay. Not that great. But, uh, but yeah, so I do that. But Christmas is nothing. I don't like the music. I don't like the decorations. Uh, I have to ask you this. Do you have a tree? Uh, this year I let them rock with a tree, yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Out of way, Sife Griswold. Don't fight it. Vermont, we got a lot of space. Don't fight it. And, you know, yeah. and, and by the way, let everyone choose. Let everyone choose. Bro, that's the thing. I'm not telling you to feel how I feel. Right. I tell you how I feel. You make your own choice. Right. You make your own choice. And when my daughter gets to an age where she's like, like now she asks me, but she doesn't really understand. But she asked me one day, why don't you celebrate Christmas? I'll break it down. And you take that information now, and do with it what you want. Are you, are you giving them gifts? No. I don't celebrate the birth of the Christian Lord. I don't know him. It's but they like will celebrate. They will like receive celebrate gifts. the birth of the of of the guy next door in the next hotel room. I don't know him. Why would I celebrate his birthday? So they will get gifts, but not from you. Correct. I respect it. People's brains explode when you're like, but what about the kids? You taught your kids about Christmas. Christmas is not a natural a natural birth <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like you taught your kids what this day is. And then you go, but what about the kids? What about the kids? What about them? They're good. Now, what? When did did you have Christmas as a kid? Yeah, I had Christmas until I was seventeen years old. And then you said, "Nah, fuck this. I don't believe in this." Yeah, I remember the feeling I would have the night I, the night before Christmas, waiting to open those gifts. And, I'd be like, ah, ah, ah. and as I got older, I realized, like, yo, that's greed. That's selfishness. That's fucking uh, an addiction. You know what I mean? All the bad things, like that feeling where right. I can't sleep. Right. <laughs> and you were like, I've already got so many problems. Why do I want to choose to add this one? <laughs> but just deal with just dealing with food on a daily basis is enough. Yeah. I, this this is a it's never ending. The food thing's never ending for me. I wonder how many people really. Take time to appreciate, like the level of addiction we have to the food. I, yeah, I it's my don't. my moods are so dictated by it. It's a str- yeah. it'll be a struggle. I think for people like you and me, it's our entire life. It will never end. Never ending battle. You're never gonna get to a place where you're just like constantly even, and you're you. You eat whatever you want, but your portions are so controlled that you weigh a perfect weight. It's never going to happen. It's going to be fat season, thin season. 
our whole lives. Can't be. That, that's not healthy, man. Can't I, be that. I, I, but I, well, listen, I think you get to a point. Here's where I, here's where I think your, your best case scenario lies. You learn your lines enough that you generally stay within a yeah, that's doable where, that's where range. I'm, yeah, that's where I'm, that's, that's where I live. And, and as long as that range is, is doable, I think you're good from a health yeah. standpoint. You can't be yeah. straight up ballooning and getting skinny. That's no. Like, yeah, I, I'm only talking about health. I'm not talking about looks. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about fashion. And yeah, you're not even all, talking about man. just the mental health. You're talking about the physical health of it. Hell, your body, like, bro, you got to, like, your heart is not going to be able to handle this up and down, left and right shit. You know what I mean? You're like, it's, it's a physical I drop, thing. So I, so I dropped down my, my weight that I got to at the, my best during this pandemic was, like, 176, mm. which for mm. me... Yo, mm. I haven't weighed 176. Uh, at my wedding, I got down to like 183. Yeah. I went to 176, and now, even though I'm still trying my best, I'm up to like 184. But you could turn around. Saif, if you here's the problem. I know you know this. I, I, I don't get to share this with many people. You get up to like, if, if you get up, I was at 205. I went all the way to 176 over over six months. It wasn't like it was. It, yeah. I took my time. 176 was super hard to stay at. Super hard. Yeah, yeah. I end up in the mid 180s. Cool. But if I then fuck around and go on a vacation where I say fuck it, it's over. I'm all the way back. That one back vacation two. would take me from 185 to when I get back. I'm like, oh, I'm 196, 197. Yeah. Yep. It's so fast it's so yeah. hard why are we like this uh, here's my problem why are we like this first of all i got a couple issues one guys you wanted this you wanted us to come back well we're here this is what it is two <laughs> somebody i can't stand in life who someone i don't want to i'm every day i want to press that unfollow button and i don't do it because of my friendship with this person but I might have to mute him. I can't take this Juanito shit, bro. I can't take it. Mm. I can't take fucking Juanito, a.k.a. Lance Armstrong bullshit. I don't want it. Wait, Syph. I don't want it. Wait, you think it's bad for you? First of all, he's referring to Juanito, who's we've been, of course, you know if you've been listening forever, he's a friend of ours and uh, produced on this show. He's been around forever and he's produces on the morning show. Yo. I don't want it. Every day, every day, Juanito and Ebro, maybe not, if not every day, every other day, talk about where he's at with his weight loss. That part I'm cool with. But Saif, when they go into their bike talk, what is happening? Yo, I know that I know that you've been running. Yo, if you if you start talking to me about running and the shoes you have and the yo, shut the fuck up, man. Bro, Go work wait. out. I don't. No one wants to hear the intimate I hate, details. I hate your fucking helmet. I hate your helmet. I hate your pictures <laughs> on the fucking Tappan Zee Bridge, which is yep. now the Mario Cuomo Bridge. I hate your pictures on the fucking bridge with your half skull helmet. I'm gonna take that helmet and I'm gonna fucking beat you to death with it. Yeah, <laughs> with his sunglasses and his helmet. With his sunglasses and his fucking helmet, like he's like a like he's doing the the Tour de France. 
Yo, it's by the, the way. Fuck out of here. Why is biking the only sport where, in order to do it, you have to dress up as if you're a professional? Yo, I don't go to the basketball court and wear matching basketball shorts and tank top with a headband on and what shoot. What is he like- doing? What is he wearing? What is he wearing something spandexy? Oh, they they wear the whole fucking uniform, bro. Oh. And Ebro's even worse. Ebro, the abominable, the abominable hype beast. He's wearing a fucking supreme biker shirt and the fucking pants. Both of them are big dudes. These big are they ass clipping men. In? They're clipping. Are they clipping in. Oh, and they're talking about the clipping. Oh, you get the clips. You got to get the clips. How's your clip? You got to clip in with the clip. The clip, oh. the clip. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, man. I, I listen. I'm not into biking, and not only that. Not only am I not into it. If you're not a biker, I just want to say this clearly. Yeah. If you're a biker out there and you're listening to the show, I hate you. <laughs> I, in every part of my life, when I'm in the suburbs in Maryland and you're riding on the street and I have to go 15 miles an hour because you have to pretend that your activity is the same as driving a car, it's fucking yeah. not. It's not. And then, even fucking worse, and it's, Saif, it's worse now than ever during the pandemic, in the streets of New York where you're jumping oh, and dodging them like fucking Frogger. Yeah. Like, yo, Saif, I see people dressed up in the full outfit go doing their rides in Manhattan. I'm like, wait, yeah. you, you can't do this bullshit on, on, on the FDR, the west side? Get yeah. out of the middle of Manhattan with your Tour de France bullshit. Get out of here. How much? What's happening? Oh, great! Billy June's first time booking a guest on the show as producer. Oh, this is good. Here he is, very, very exciting. You managed to get Greg Lamond himself, Lance Armstrong, Lance Ito Armstrong. Is that what's happening? Well, it says Juanito appeared here. Oh, there he is. What's up, guys? I love you guys. Hey, Juanito. What up, guys? We're sick of hearing about your fucking bike and your fucking amazing weight loss. It's enough. I, I'm in Texas right now, but I'm coming home tomorrow. And I'm going to drive my car to the Tappan Zee Bridge, and I'm going to wait for you, and then I'm going to run you over because I hate your fucking bike posts. I hate your helmet. I hate your spandex. No, Saif, don't do fucking... that, Saif. Wait on the Tappan Zee for him. And when you see him coming, just open your fucking car door and just smack him with your door. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, know what? Matter of fact, I'll meet you at the Tappan Zee. Let me know when you get there. And then on January 1st, I'm going to hit you with the button because you're out in the fucking cold on the Tappan Zee Bridge when it's like below 30 negative degrees. Like an a-hole. Yeah, okay. Go do that. Yeah, you do that, and I'll be home. All right, get rid of Juanito. Juanito, listen, we, ha- we hate you. Congratulations <laughs> on your weight loss, and your mic sounds like shit, so we're going to go now. But he has lost an amazing amount of weight. He looks great. I don't give a shit. I agree. No, I agree. Fuck him. Now, listen, there's a couple I other things. I don't give a shit. A right, couple- I'm sorry. Listen, we're off the rails. Also, fuck uh, uh, Obama playlist. Uh, yeah, so Billy Why? June. Why? What's happening? By the way, there's nothing. You know, I I love Obama. So nothing, do I. Nothing I care about less than his fucking playlist, which why, is not why even is real. F- it's who you think he made that list? Ne- it, it's, you think yo, it's, 
it's, it's such perfectly, perfectly curated and balanced with every genre and everyone is represented. A multicultural, beautiful rainbow of a playlist. Who the fuck listens to music like that? It's it's so it's so crazy and such bullshit. Um I'm looking at Billy's thing here. Oh, there's Obama's playlist. Did you meet Obama? You ever met him? No, have you? No, he's somebody I really want to meet. Well, I just you you know me well. So I will actually this is a good segue cuz I want to get into two more topics. Um one so this stupid shit that I was involved in this past week. And two, um, I want to mention one more thing about music, Sife. So let's, don't, don't let me forget, and then we'll wrap this up, okay? Yeah. So you asked if I never met him. Yo, this guy just did a fucking media run for his book. He did everyone's shit. Yeah. Everyone but our show. It was basically... He might as well have taken out his presidential schlong and shoved it right in our face. Yeah. It was so crazy, Sipe. On the way, on the way to the Breakfast Club, you get hit with the fucking dick. But, oh, by the way, the the Breakfast Club, I don't even. I, yes, of course, everything like that annoys me because I'm a competitive guy. But that didn't even bother me. That was like they're big, they're huge. Yeah. No, he was doing. I'm not kidding. He was doing YouTubers, like. Jumping on people's YouTube channels, ju- people's Twitter, people on Twitter. He did everything wow. but us. It was, wow. it was, and I, I don't want to cast blame or aspersions because I don't really know who to blame. But it, yes, it, that was frustrating because I would love, honestly, I'd feel the same way. I don't, I don't even fuck the interview. Let's keep it real. I didn't watch one of the interviews. No one gives a shit. The man's been interviewed a gazillion times. Everyone yeah. just wants to meet him. You just want to have the yeah. moment, right? That's it. You just want to meet him. Like, the only one I'd be curious to watch of the interviews was Deez and Mero, which I haven't watched yet, um, just because they're funny and I'm curious to see how they'd, they'd play with him. Besides yeah. that, no one gives a fuck about his interviews. Like, oh, well, what do you think about – he talks seriously about the nation. No one yeah. gives a yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's over. Um, but I, it's, it's over. But I would love to meet him and just have that moment because he's so important. That, now that, – that, the, moment, the moment you had with, with Larry David, imagine oh. that with Obama – you know what that I mean? That would like, be your Larry David story. Your Larry David moment to me is like it's the best. Amazing. You know what? I'm so glad yeah. you did that. You know, you know what you just did. You just took what I was deal the envy I was dealing with, the jealousy, and you replaced it with gratitude. Mm. Mm. Because that moment, and you're like one of the only people who really understood it, was like, like I and I always thought about you. Because you had the most half-assed Larry David moment of all time. It was amazing because oh, you got to meet him, but the picture was even fucking blurry. blurry. Like, I felt like we almost got there, and yeah. he's such an enigma that you didn't want it to respect him, so you rushed. You had to rush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rush it. yeah, yeah. yeah and that's how I was... always knew it would be. I'm like, if I ever see him, it's going to be just like Saif, where it's amazing because you meet him. But I'm so respectful that it, it'll just be like, ah, hi. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and because of luck and, and someone else's relationship, just like, by the way, you've gotten to have with many other iconic many people. people. Yes. Many. Absolutely. Iconic Absolutely. people. I, Michael K. in this case, was my Dave Chappelle mm-hmm. and gave me the in to get to have like the, yo, just sit and 
build with the guy. Yeah. Now, my my neck in classic Rosenberg fashion, I want to take it too far. I want to, when I go to L.A. sometime, ask Michael to tell him I'm coming out there and see if he wants to play golf. I want to have him say no. So instead of it being a positive experience, just ruin it at the end. He might not say no, man. I, the thing is, though, we actually legit hit it off. I think he'd say yes. I think he'd say sh- He found my life to be very interesting. I, 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 as I'm saying, the way you told me it went down, man, I think you might, you could get it. You could get it. I, he's he's such a regular, but then I got to be honest, but then it's like, well, but also, I don't need to do it. It would be like playing, I feel like you'll be playing golf with uh, some other Jewish guy I really like. I mean, like he's a, That's he's what I'm a, saying. He's a great regular guy, but, like, I, the only thing I thought, I think I annoyed him a little bit at first with how much I brought up Jewish stuff. He doesn't love being pounded on the Jewish stuff. Right, right. Because because it's, and I, and I relate to it. I relate on a m- micro level. When people come up to me and literally just go, yo, I'm a Jew. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, we're thanks. in New York. I'm like I live in New York, buddy. Everybody's yeah, 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 a Jew. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. If if I lived in if I lived in fucking Kansas or something in in Topeka, then we could have a real moment over being yeah. a Jew. But I'm yeah, in yeah, Queens. Yeah. Like I mean, this yeah. is not the same thing. You know what I'm? Anyways, um, I did I did have a stupid social media back and forth this week. Again, another one. Um. And I, I may have challenged someone to a boxing match. <laughs> I, but it came from a good place. It came uh, from a good go place. Go and on. I never took it seriously. I just like, I, I for some reason, not some reason, I know the reason. Mm-hmm. Fucking academics really bothers me. Oh, I saw you wrote, I saw you wrote his name somewhere. Yeah. He, the yeah. guy really bothers me. I really, and people think, or not people, he thinks, of course, this is what people do when you call them out for something, he turns it all into success and money and you're jealous and uh, you don't want the young guy to shine and what, I bought my mom a house and I did it. And, and, and what he mm-hmm. fails to not recognize is that part, why would that bother me? Like, it doesn't yeah. bother me at all. The only thing that bothers me is what you're doing with the platform to get there. And I've been where he is before in the sense that you have a lot of people shouting at you about what you do. And it's easy to get defensive. I would too. But in the quiet hours, maybe think about why all these people are shouting something. Is there any validity to what they're saying? Right. So so after I did the whole back and forth with them where – because, I mean, Saif, you know I used to talk crazy on the air, like at the beginning, when I didn't understand. This dude's tone that he takes with people from, like, yeah. his basement, his tone is so crazy. And we worked at Complex at the same time. Uh-huh. And I saw him in the hallway and said hey to him. He is He's a real-life, like, scared nerd who's like, uh, and, like, he, like, he's not that guy in real life. So... Uh-huh. My angle was I acknowledge I'm not that guy fully. I don't talk with big bass in my voice. I I, I don't want to fight anyone. But you, him, I I'm actually you're the one person I wouldn't be scared of. But if, if you talk with bass like that, let's have a celebrity boxing match. Let's fight. 
Okay? <laughs> so he responds and says, <laughs> and says, no, if you want to fight me, send me a DM. We'll pick a gym. No cameras. We'll just go do it privately. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Oh. What's the point of that? The, the point is I is not that I actually want to beat you up. The point would be to have a public sparring so you could see that your loud, bassy voice gets smacked in public. That's the point. Right. I don't have personal animosity towards you. I don't want to physically fight you. But when you talk crazy, and I had to learn this in many ways, mm-hmm. listen, at some point you're going to learn. I was offering you the opportunity to have the lesson learned against someone who's really not very dangerous. I can't hurt anyone. But what, it, what does he what does he say? I don't listen to anything he does. Um he it's really hard to explain. He sort of traffics his his whole um brand is pumping up beef between art like street shit like he sits there and analyzes street beef mm-hmm. you know like rapper, and, rappers yeah like up and coming like these fucking up and coming rappers who are dying right. over ridiculous beefs yeah he's the kind of guy who talks about and propagates these it. and agitates this mm-hmm. situation i'm not okay. remote and I'm, I'm by the way i'm not remotely saying he's like responsible for recent shit mm-hmm. i'm just saying that's the nature of it in general mm-hmm. and then like you know he was the biggest he was the biggest part, the biggest piece and tool to helping Takashi was mm-hmm. academics. He kind of built up the whole academic, uh, the whole Takashi thing completely. Mm. Um, and I, by the way, we're not going to spend one thing. I will not do with one app is talk about fucking six nine. But um, it, oh, he, so you don't like Puerto Ricans? He's Mexican. Wow. Is he Mexican? <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. deleting all his songs right now. <laughs> Anyways, um, the whole thing was 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 stupid. But I got to tell you, I kind of like, I kind of actually liked how I handled it. I wasn't normally. I get like loud and say things, and I'm immediately regretful. I actually thought I did it tongue in cheek, and it was funny. And then I actually hit him on DM, and I was like, "Yo, bro, I'm not trying to fight you. I honestly, I'm just trying to tell you that your the reason people get upset at you is because of the way you use your platform, and mm. maybe." I said, and I admit my tone probably wasn't kind, and I, I, I'm working on that. I admit that. But maybe you want to listen a little bit to the things people are saying because there are people who are going to be upset who are not me. Um, Bro, once I hear something once I hear something three times, I start overanalyzing. Like, why is this being said to me? Something's, something, somebody's seeing something. Yo, you know I mean? just ha- I had one recently. My friend Allison just told me. She was talking about how I used to be cheap. And I was like, I used to be cheap? And then I thought about you. I'm like, well, Saif used to say I was cheap. Yeah. And then I thought about a couple other friends who used to make that joke. And my ex-wife used to have moments where she'd be like, all right, babe, chill. Like, why don't you, don't, you always have to make a big deal about the check coming. Like, just grab the check. We know you have the money. You're good. And I was like, <laughs> and I had to really process, like, wait a second. If all these people who care about me, now in this case with academics, maybe it's different because, well, yeah, Kara Jace, right, not you, yeah, the other yeah, people. If, if all these people who I have relationships with and care are all being like, yo, you're cheap, maybe 
you were actually being cheap. There you go. And it's hard to accept that because there you go. Because in my mind, I'm like, but I I give money to people. I over tip. I'm like, no, I'm not cheap. But all those things doesn't mean that I'm not cheap sometimes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like the Latarian thing. I was cheap. Ah, uh, I th- I think I, wh- how much? What did you want to get him again? Uh, Xbox. A, I think a Wii. I think it was a Wii, right? And how much would that have cost? I think it was. I think the thing was. I think it was like three hundred. You had to give me one fifty. I could have afforded one fifty even back then. <laughs> I guess. Uh. I guess I didn't think we'd get here, Sife. We're recording this not on a Saturday this week, a Sunday morning, December 20th, 2020, at 11.54 a.m. I would like to say (laughs) I am sorry for the Latarian Milton Wee situation. You were right. I should have paid $150. I was cheap. I I, Now, in, in, in my defense, I had never made any money before. But I was cheap, man. man. Who cares? That was that was years ago, man. <laughs> years ago. <laughs> All right, bye. Uh, if you've made it to the very end of the episode, uh, please go rate and comment. That's important. That's how we do it. Um, subscribe on everything. Subscribe on Spotify. Subscribe on your yeah. iTunes. Subscribe everywhere, and, and tell a tell a friend and tell a friend.